Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. My name's Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we are so thankful that you have started your weekend off with us. Thank you guys so much for coming in and hope you have a cup of coffee. We have an exciting show for you today. And before we jump in, I want to tell you guys about how to get plugged in with us. You can certainly go to the mothership all of all information, the treasure trove. It's thehousinghour.com. Um, you can share this show with your friends and family. Uh, we'll have it right up immediately after. And also you can go uh, to Facebook, facebook.com slash thehousinghour. Um, and find us there as well. We try to communicate out there to all of our our listeners um, about what's going on with the Housing Hour. We'd love for you to interact with us, and we're on Twitter at the Housing Hour as well. So, and also um, you can check out our website and look at the About Us section, learn about our host, learn about our co-host. Mark does do birthday parties as well. Just so you know, if you'd like to have him come out, um, he put that on mine. It's kind of a running joke. So. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, we are just in the season of giving. Star. It's actually unbelievable that it's just starting, honestly. And what is incredible to me is that we have already seen such an outpouring of support for MIG's community outreach program between the Bobby Denton Charity Classic, and you know now we're moving into our our big tailgate, our twenty five anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary tailgate, and. That is amazing to me that this time of year, everybody gets that generosity and then they come through with it. And we're just grateful to be a part of it, really. And one of the things that we wanted to do after our tailgate or after we started planning our tailgate was to have somebody on from Second Harvest who is going to be our beneficiary for this year's 2004 throwback tailgate party um, that we are putting on on October 3rd, pre-Florida game. So we decided that we wanted to bring someone back to the station that did the Phil show for many years. How long were you on there, Shelly? Oh, goodness. Um, almost seven years producing for Phil. So. And so we have Shelly Shelley Ellis Farrell on the show with us today. She is here, and she's going to talk about Second Harvest with us. Shelly, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be back. It's like my old stomping grounds in here. And, yeah. and what's funny is when I was doing the Phil show, I used to get you guys ready for your show then sometimes. Sometimes. And so, right. That's when it ran correctly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, flattery will get you everywhere. I love it. First, let me say such a big thanks to Mortgage Investors Group. You guys are um, partnering with Second Harvest, and we are so grateful to what you guys are Man. doing. We're so looking forward to the tailgate. It's going to be so much uh, fun. Yeah. Everybody come out and have a fantastic time. And that'll be your first tailgate Yes, party with I, us. I'm very excited. So Hopefully not your last. I've, yeah, I've heard be. good things, and so I'm excited to come out and, and to join. So yeah. and, and, I mean, everybody wants to get excited right before the Florida game, right? Yeah, so. and, and I'll tell you, yeah. you know, the one thing that I know this year we're going to be expecting about 1600 plus. That's what we're planning for. And, and, and you know, we have 90,000 clients and they, hopefully not all of them come. But, I mean, we, <laughs> that's we, a lot of barbecue. You yeah, love exactly. your clients, but not everybody show up at once. I, I like mean, that. that's, that's, that would fill up Neyland stadium with Butch Jones in the Butch Jones era. 
it would be probably, right. you know, we'd have to do it twice for the Derek Dooley era, but that's okay too. <laughs> hey <-oh. laughs> um, So, but Shelly, you know, I've listened to you many times when you'd fill in for Phil, no pun intended. But, fill in for Phil, right, yeah. yes. And I thought, you know, you have such a great personality and it's a great fit for you, what you're doing now. Talk about that transition. I'm just curious, coming from radio, then going into your role now where you have a voice, people know who you are, you have connections here, you know, talk about your transition. Cause how long have you been gone now? Um, I've only been gone about six months. Oh, wow. it's, it's going on six months. So it's still fairly new. One mm. of the great things though, even working with news talk was something that I love so much was that we could give a voice to charitable organizations and things like that. Mm -hmm. And guys like yourself, so great sponsors that help out these charitable organizations. And now being at second harvest, we could not do one tenth of the work that we do without great sponsors like you guys. And so, it was kind of a natural transition. I'd thought about nonprofit for such a long time. And, and in this area, I mean, Second Harvest, such a great reputation. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm most proud of is that when you give to Second Harvest, you can be assured we have a 95% rate on every dollar that you give. 95 cents of every dollar goes straight to feed hung the hungry in mm. our 18 area service area. So. Mm -hmm. you know that your money is going to a great cause. And, and the other 5% goes to feed Phil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't comes know why. for lunch a whole lot. No, no. I hear him coming down the hall. Well, he, he said yesterday, and by the way, um, you know, Phil, I know you guys are friends. We are. And he did a great job yesterday. And we're going to talk about Second Harvest in just a moment. But he gave me a ribbing yesterday in front of 100, no, 250 people. He, you know how he jokes around. Always. And he said something about, give that to Kevin. I think he's trying to lose weight. <laughs> so. So he had it coming. He's so. fantastic. He is great. No, but one one of the great things about Second Harvest too is I know lots of people. You know, what do you do at Second Harvest? Well, you right. you feed the hungry. You right. know, you help you help out the hungry. We have seven different feeding programs, and mm. I know one of the most like you guys help out with the Food for Kids yeah. program, which is, and we're going to talk a little bit about Absolutely. that later. But we also have our elder feeding program, and that mm. is a huge growing area. Um, we just got our Hunger in America 2014 survey results, and of our base, the elder hunger problem is probably one of the most mm. most in need right now, you know? Yeah. And households are having to decide between buying medicine mm. and buying food. And wow, so that's not right. You know, we, we have elder feeding program. We have a great program called Food Rescue that mm. would not be, um, wouldn't be possible without sponsors and things like that. That's where our driver's. We have specific trucks that go out and get food from grocery stores and restaurants that would be thrown away that day if mm -hmm. we didn't go in refrigerated trucks. We're able to pick that food up that day, and then they go out to our agencies like Carm and Fish and some churches around here where our pantries and local agencies have refrigerators, and they can house this. And mm -hmm. this stuff, is instead of going in the dumpster, is going right to these now, places to be food. See, that's r real incredible because I don't think you all used to do that because it was always non-perishable items it was, that we collected, absolutely. period. This is something yeah. very new, and actually, we're we're actually and I'm going to plug this real quick. Yeah. We're in a in a contest right now yeah. to get sixty thousand dollars from Walmart to buy another food rescue truck because we need a refrigerated truck. 
but there are even more grocery stores and restaurants that would give us this mm-hmm. food if we had right. the truck to take it, and it goes right out. And so it's such a blessing to these, like, like a, you know, Carm and things like that, who serve so many meals in a day mm-hmm. to be able to get fresh fruit, produce, and things like that, and they wouldn't be able to get it if it weren't for us because yeah. we pick it up and we drop it off right at their door. So the, the contest is through Walmart. It's yes. for $60,000, yes. and you can vote once a day, correct? Once a day. And from, where do they go? All you have to do is go to walmart.com slash fight hunger and you mm-hmm. choose the state of Tennessee, vote for Second Harvest of East Tennessee. You can mm-hmm. vote once a day until October the 5th, and your votes mm-hmm. will greatly be appreciated. Yeah, because we don't want the Maryland Second Harvest winning. No, <laughs> no, we want to we keep kidding. that food here in the, in the 18 East Tennessee County yeah. area. And so. and so yesterday when I was on the Phil show, because he was at the tournament, I plugged that because I think that's so cool. I mean, $60,000, you could buy that that truck that has the refrigeration that would make a huge difference well it will it will turn into even more meals because the more trucks we have the more restaurants and grocery stores and and businesses that have that produce that fresh meat fresh Mm -hmm. produce that would have to throw it away i mean food being thrown away away when we Mm -hmm. can pick it up and take it and it turns into meals that day it's just so it seemed like there used to be somebody that used to go to the school systems and get the cafeteria food that was going to be thrown away that day and take it out I don't, Have you heard about that? I, I don't know. We're not doing that right now, but I don't know that that couldn't be a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and th- this program keeps growing and it's becoming one of our more popular programs. People are asking every time I go somewhere, people ask me about the food rescue program. I don't think the food from cafeterias would pass the quality test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, now, let's go back for a moment before we move on to talk about um, the other topics. Um, the the elderly feeding program that you spoke of because you think about it every day there's another person that is getting older and we have a aging population right um and so this is becoming more and more of a a problem and so you know we used to at our church we used to have and you know it depends on what denomination you are you know shut-ins you've heard of that Mm -hmm. term and, you know, we would drive out there, you know, my wife would drive out there and, and, and we, you know, homebound. Would, yeah, homebound and go get them and bring them to church and all that yeah. stuff. And I don't know what this generation is doing. I mean, I'm part of the, the possible solution. So, but I mean, what about that, Shelly? I mean, how is that program going? Because that, that has to be near and dear to all of our hearts because we have grandparents and so forth. Absolutely. It's, it's like I said, it's one of the, the areas that we're really trying to focus on. You know, food for kids has taken off. Food rescue has taken off. And so now this is something that we're really paying attention to. I know um, our director of agency relations, it, this is really near and dear to her heart, especially when we get the hunger in 2014 survey results and see that almost 50,000 people 60 plus are relying on us for food in these 18 counties mm. and of that 73 percent like i said earlier have had to choose between buying food and buying medicine mm. and so this is something and also the our our healthy food initiative our nutritionist has really been working with the elder feeding program also because you know when you get older the nutrients and things like that especially taking these medicines is even mm. even more important and mm-hmm. so we're really making a push for um, some of our money that comes in, you know, through our general fund and things like that to go to the elder feeding program. Yeah. So when people donate, like your website that people can go to, and we'll have it up on our site that you can link to it, but it's secondharvestetn.org. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. And so when you go there, you click on about us and then you can learn about the programs. And if, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, they can click make a donation 
for instance, in the Elders Food Program, yes. and that will be earmarked to that Yes, program. absolutely. Okay. Those funds, when you go to our website, and that is the absolute best way to donate, but when you mm-hmm. go there, you can learn about each of the programs, and let's say that you do, you're more interested in food rescue, but if you want to donate to Elder Food, when you click that, it definitely it earmarks, and it goes into the fund so that we can continue to develop this program, and mm-hmm. so that those seniors who, you know, like I said, are trying to decide between paying utilities or rent, you know, can can get food. We work with a lot of agencies who do so much with with our senior citizens, and and uh, we're really proud of how of how quickly it's growing, and we're really kind of shining a spotlight on that. So. I think that's fantastic. Now, Mark was talking about off air about his situation with the Cub Scout or the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Tell him about that because I think that is very important when people are thinking about what to donate, and also organizations out there that are saying, "Hey, we're going to gear up for this food drive." you know, bring in your peanut butter, maybe that might not be the best solution. Well, you know, it all depends on what's going on. But, you know, with uh, scouting for food and scouts has always been a big part in February Mm -hmm. uh, because that's a great time to help restock second harvest because they Mm -hmm. depleted it for the holidays. I have a feeling I'm going to have a lot of popcorn from the Cub Scouts, so I can give that (laughs) to you. I don't know about popcorn. Because I have my son having to sell popcorn right now. But, you know, you can. there's a lot of items that uh, second harvest needs, uh, peanut butter is a really good item. Number for, one. It's number great. one. It's it's the top one. Mm. And then baby products, because uh, there are a lot of diapers and a lot of those needs. So you don't think about, you know, the little kids and yeah. things like that. But but also, uh, you know, what we did, what happened to us is we, we raised a lot of uh, peanut butter, stocked a whole trailer full. And then it was during that period of time where there was a salmonella recall of all the peanut butter from Georgia. So uh, that's really not thought, funny, but, actually. But, but actually, yeah, uh, they were able to take the, uh, the all the peanut butter and exchange it. So oh. it, it worked out well. We well, didn't tell we, me that. Well, <laughs> I just now wanted to spring that on you. Usually, okay. there are things like that that we can do. So you know, don't feel bad. So don't feel bad, right, about things like that. But one of the cool things that Mark and I were talking about earlier is on our website, which you just mentioned, Kevin, mm-hmm. is these what something new that we're doing, which is really cool called the virtual food drive mm-hmm. and oh, you yeah. can you can go on and you can donate you're donating money but you're actually choosing if you want to buy a case of green beans mm-hmm. then that's what your money goes to right. if you want to buy a case of peanut butter and because second harvest we serve 18 counties we do have such great buying power that we mm-hmm. can buy in bulk that it's much more cost efficient if you donate monetarily on the website and then we can buy double the amount of peanut butters if you threw in a couple of jars of peanut butter yeah. not that you know obviously not that we don't love food donations but yeah. we just have such buying no, power we, buying we in should bulk. start a challenge similar to the ice bucket challenge just start with you Pour think peanut butter on your something head. yeah or smear <laughs> well, peanut butter on your face i mean the peanut butter um equation is a peanut butter jar for four dollars roughly you could buy a case for 14 yes. through this virtual drive there. we're going to talk continue talking with shelly after we get back from this break and we're going to actually talk about the food for kids program the backpack program that mortgage investors group is going to be a part of and that's exciting because that's the that's where we want to put our money is towards the kids and we'll talk more about that and all of uh, the things that we need to talk about with second harvest food bank thankful to have you guys in stay around with us we'll be right back after these messages The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. 
welcome back into welcome back into the housing hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. Thank you so much for stopping in with us. Don't forget, go to thehousinghour.com. You can learn more about us. Uh, you can get the show. Um, you can share that show with your friends and family alike. And I was online here looking at the virtual food drive, and it's it's really really cool. I'd, I'd recommend that you guys do that. And you can go look. You can get the peanut butter. Actually, I think it went down in cost. It says twelve seventy five. Fantastic! Here. Look so, at that. Yeah, you can get. Uh, let's see here. You pay twelve seventy five. You get twelve eighteen ounce jars. And no, you cannot order that for your family. That is for <laughs> bummer. Yeah, that is for a needy family. Let's talk about the food for kids program. Now, is the food for kids program and the backpack program are those two different programs? No, it's actually okay. it kind of we it, it's kind of evolved a little bit. It was called the backpack program, but now it's it's under the umbrella of food for kids. It okay. is the backpack program, and so what that is, it's a collaborative effort between Second Harvest and. What's sad to say, a growing number of schools mm. in our 18-county area. And so it's designed to provide healthy and very easily preparable food for kids that they can take home over the weekend who, let's be honest, may not have access to any kind of food mm. over the weekend. And so when I say easy, like um, macaroni and cheese and things like that, applesauce cups, peanut butter and crackers, things like that that are easy for a child – and we have heard stories of kids having to hide their backpacks. Mm. And so it's nothing that's perishable or anything like that, but something that they can have. And the strategy is very simple. Principals at our participating schools, they compile a list of kids who may be, you know, hungry over the weekend. And they, this also goes into the classroom with teachers. And I was telling you guys before we went on the air that um, – the angels in the cafeteria very much are, are on our side, too, because they are the ones that see kids throwing food away. There may be a child that's lingering by the trash can that may put food in their pocket mm, or mm. take food right out of the trash to eat because mm. they don't know maybe when the next meal is coming. And so every Friday, children are discreetly given a backpack full of food, hence the backpack program, even though this is food for kids now. And so every Friday throughout the school year, they get this backpack to take home. And if they have siblings, if the need is shown that they also have siblings at home, food goes in that backpack for the siblings, too. Oh, wow. That's yes. amazing. And I also like the fact that, and I want Mark to talk about his experience, because last year we did this. But real quick, they also um, have a great uh, way of connecting with those kids, as you spoke of. And I like that there's not a lot of red tape there. You know what I mean? It is is easy as pie the backpacks are very nondescript the right. food is delivered by our food for kids ben and joel are fantastic that is their entire job their food mm. for kids deliveries mm. and teachers and volunteers at the school pack the backpacks they're put in with all the other backpacks it's very discreet on friday these kids take the backpack home and the other kids you know it's not something to be shameful of or anything like mm -hmm. that and we couldn't do it without the cooperation of these schools and yeah. We're in over 250 schools in this 18. I mean, you think about a lot of organizations and agencies, you know, to be qualified for the backpack program, let's say maybe you'd have to fill out some paperwork and then they have to go through a process right. of being approved. Oh, yeah. OK, they're eligible. They're under that, you know, tier as far as income or whatever. Right. This is all just the teachers right. looking and understanding. Right. And when we're talking about hungry kids, let's make this as easy as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a no brainer. Kids need food, and we need to get them the food. And it's yeah. like you said, in in this world that we live in where everything has to be approved and signed off on and all of that, this is something that is as easy as possible because 
kids have to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way kids can't learn. They can't play. They can't be kids without food. And so we have tried to make this as easy as possible. And we couldn't do it without the help of these teachers, principals, cafeteria workers. Right. And there, it doesn't matter the situation as far as the parents, whether they are or are not doing the right thing. It doesn't, we're not talking about that. It's just the fact is these kids are hungry. And so Mark, you, you, when we did our fundraiser last year through our tailgate party, we were able to sponsor um, Jefferson middle school. I think it was right. And That's right. And talk uh, about your, yeah. Experience. So when I, and I didn't realize there was a connection with that to mm-hmm. our, our company, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who was there in the, in the school that knew us mm-hmm. and had somebody that works at MIG. Yeah. So when they called me and had me come out there, uh, the one thing that I was absolutely blown away by was the teachers. Mm-hmm. The teachers were there. They were so caring, so loving, and um, they were just administrating it and keeping the kids. The kids came in just as kids would come into anything. Sure. Whether right. they're coming right. in to pick up their backpack or playing ball yes. out. I mean, they, right. did, they just kind of poured in all happy and go <laughs> And it was the teachers said, sit down, sit down, quiet, quiet, quiet. And they right. got it, everything organized, you know, banged out. But you could just tell the love. And when I was talking to all the teachers afterwards, um, they would just sh- share story after story about needs that they see, things that they have to personally take care of. Mm-hmm. We we help out with the backpack, but there's so many other oh, needs, yes. mm-hmm. so many other that they do. Right. On their salary. Yeah, absolutely. And unselfishly, Mm -hmm. they take care of this. I've been on a couple Mm -hmm. of food for kids deliveries with the food and the, the teachers are amazing. You, you, you know, you show up and they've got, they've got, um, they've got older kids helping, help unload, help do this. Let's get the backpacks over here. They're so organized about it because they feel passionately about it. Like we do. And we're currently over 10,000 kids in this 18 county service area are taking home backpacks every Friday. Wow. Over 10,000 kids. And there are 50 plus schools that we're not even in yet. Mm-hmm. And so that have a put in that ha- right that yeah. have the that have the need. And so when you donate to the Food for Kids program, much like mortgage investors groups, when you guys adopt a school like that, it helps us take more money. If you adopt an entire school, we can take more money and get into some of these schools. When you think about 10,000 plus kids needing to take food home on the weekend, mm-hmm. I mean it's a no-brainer. And the other thing about it is um, it's not just one particular area of knoxville or any community or county that you're in it's located in every school in every zip code so it's it's spread out throughout Mm. it's not you know just because one zip code may be socially economically uh, more productive and benefit greatly they still have kids that have need within those zip codes so Mm -hmm. it's it's everywhere absolutely it does not matter what school we're talking about and i could name some that may have an affluent kind of reputation, I right. guarantee you some of their kids are taking backpacks home no on question. the weekend. No Absolutely. Question. And, you know, nobody, even Second Harvest, shouldn't have to make the choice to send money to the elderly program or the Food for Kids program or the Food Rescue program. I mean, they ought to have ample money in the general fund to be able to do whatever they want. And that's really what they're attempting to do. And that's why Shelly is here because they have the passion and they have the desire to help. And we could make this happen. I mean, if everybody just picked up and said, you know what, I'm just going to give a dollar. Let's just say that. And you know, how many people are in this area? I mean, in our listening area, we almost have a million people. If we just had $1 for each person that could listen to this program, would that fund a few programs? Oh, are you kidding me? That'd be, that'd be incredible. And like I said earlier, I told you guys with our stats, Second Harvest, $1 buys three meals. Yeah, With $1, right. you could feed one person for an entire day. 
with one dollar. And just fourteen bucks or twelve bucks for a case of peanut butter mm-hmm. is two people going out to McDonald's. Right. That's exactly easily. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not a it's not a big thing. Yeah. So how you can get involved for people that are interested in doing so? I guess the best way, Shelley, tell them how the best way like to get involved. Absolutely. It, depending on if you have a particular program that we've talked about that you're interested in, you can call Second Harvest five two one zero 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 zero, and you can mm-hmm. ask about those particular programs. If you're interested in food for kids, you can contact our youth programs manager Sam Compton. You can call him at 865-243-8221 or email him, sam at secondharvestetn.org. Mm-hmm. The Elder Food Programs is our agency relations manager, and her name is Gail. You can email her, gail at secondharvestetn.org, or go to our website. We have such great things on our website. And if you if you just have heard and you feel the need and you want to donate, you can go right to our website, and you can designate the program and donate mm-hmm. there or have a really good time with this virtual food drive because yeah. you get to put the beans in the cart and do the right. whole thing it's it's really fun and we just we greatly appreciate everybody in east tennessee we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them so the beans would then come to us first and then we would bring them down <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's just gonna be bought in bulk with I us know. and it'll go out what, what about barrels do you have food barrels set we up absolutely throughout the do. city or yes and especially this time of year if you're interested in having a barrel out in front of your business or your school or anything mm. like that we absolutely do that we have lots of barrels out if you're at kroger you're gonna see those barrels you're gonna see them all over the place and so if you would like barrels, you can absolutely, our food drive administrator, his name is Mark Aranda, and you can call Second Harvest and just ask to talk to Mark, mm-hmm. or you can email him, Mark, at Second mm-hmm. Harvest ETN. We are we take any help that we can get, absolutely. We have hundreds of volunteers that we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. And so if you want to help, we absolutely need and want your help, and we will get it done. Mm-hmm. We're going to have three barrels out at our place. We're also going to be accepting monetary donations as well. We're also going to have a huge raffle. We're going to have a big raffle for a tailgate package. We are going to have 10 tickets to the Kentucky game um, because we wanted to go with a guaranteed win. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So 10 tickets to the Kentucky game. um, Terry Adams, uh, Terry Adams, Terry Turner with All Occasions Party Rental um, is also going to be donating some things for... You know, flat screen TVs, you don't get to keep them, but you, you get to have the whole setup. It's a whole experience. It, it's great. It's so much fun. And so we're going to be selling raffle tickets. We don't know what the cost is going to be exactly, but we think we're going to go with the MIG Bobby Denton Charity Classic raffle cost, which is one for 10 or 10 for 50. Um, and then you get an opportunity to win. You have no idea how many times I said that last week um so you've got it ingrained yeah now. i do the I tailgate do. sounds like such a good time i can't wait Phil's again coming, he told me oh goodness yeah. i don't i may have to stay home then <laughs> me and him Maybe together you never know for him oh then i'm definitely there hey, that'd be good donations would go to dunk second tank. harvest i think oh, there's yeah. probably more than 10 people around here that would like to oh, dunk him in a dunk idea. tank i gotta you talk think to phil about that. we could do that yeah, would you be willing to get up there? Oh my gosh! You know what? For second <laughs> See, harvest, I, the I would. Okay, <laughs> I absolutely would. Exactly. If if the if it goes to second harvest and helps feed hungry people, but I'm I don't there. know that anybody would want to dunk. <laughs> Right? Well, well isn't that nice? No, Bill yes. would. I just, I'm just thinking. I would. I mean, I would feel bad. I would be like, I'm gonna admit. Now you are from Alabama, though. No, right? no. See, I'm not. 
That's nearly no, nearly Alabama. My oh. hometown is twelve miles from the Alabama border, but I am solely a Tennessee girl, born and raised Tennessee. So Phil's been lying this whole time. He says nearly Alabama, and <laughs> so and so that's the way we get around that. Loretta, Tennessee, always oh, Tennessee. Okay, yes, all right. Sir. I did not realize that. <laughs> but those are some things that we're doing for Second Harvest. We're Food so Day. we're so grateful. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. We we just we're so grateful for the partnership with Mortgage Investors. It really helps yeah. out a lot of folks, and we Absolutely. appreciate it. And so, you know, and another thing, Shelly, before we um, get off here, how do people volunteer? Because we, we talked about how we could donate and all that. Is it the same contact information? And Absolutely. You can call Second Harvest. Greg is our volunteer administrator. He is fantastic. And we have some of the best volunteers. Even if you just want to bring a church group or Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts out for just mm-hmm. a day, we have third and fourth graders that come out for a couple of hours. Yeah. We absolutely, and it, and it really is a great experience. The, mm-hmm. the groups always come away and they always want to come back. And so all you need to do is call Second Harvest and ask for Greg, or you can email Greg at Second Harvest ETN or any of this. If if you don't have time to write this down, if you're in the car, you can call Second Harvest and ask for me and I will help you out. Absolutely. And awesome. Kevin is now a scouter. That's you're, right. You're a Cub Scout. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bring am. your group out. They I have still, such a good time when they come I, out. I, I, it, I really, it really works I'm well. still recovering from Camp Buck Tom. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I didn't sleep a wink. Well, I told, I tell everybody that I, I slept like a baby, a newborn baby. Yes, you stayed <laughs> up the like, entire time. Exactly. And all night I was long. crying and stuff. <laughs> that's great. So, so that's great too, because, um, you know, volunteers are what makes everything we, possible. We couldn't do There's what no we way. do. There's, we only have a staff of 37. I right. mean, and we served 18, 18 million yeah. pounds of food oh, last year. I thought you were going to say 18 counties. Well, it is 18 counties, just, but it was yeah. 18 million pounds of food last year. We, we're serving a million meals a month. We wow. could not do what we do without our fantastic volunteers. It just would not be possible. So mm-hmm. if you have a heart for it, if you want to come out and just see what we're about. Do you have a text donation line? By the way, I'm sorry I threw that at you, but no, it's fine. Um, we we do. I th- it's the number has changed, and so can we put I'm, it up on our the housing I'll hour? It, I'll get it put on the house. Yeah, hour. we'll put it there. So give us a few minutes, and we'll put it on there because sometimes you know people get busy. You know what? They, Absolutely. Just being able to text it in, I think that that's a great cause. So be looking for that. Mark will put that on our website. Well, we want to thank you, Shelly, for coming in. Thanks for having Absolutely. me, guys. Absolutely, she just brings a breath of fresh air into the show. So we're <laughs> grateful to have that come in here and fill up the room with that so guys why don't you stick around with this because we're going to close out the show today with a wrap-up session with the very own our very own ron morton he's kind of our media relations guru um and i know shell you know ron of course I do. yeah <laughs> so he's right outside there so he's going to probably see you here in a moment but thank you guys so much for for jumping into the housing hour today hope you enjoyed that and uh come back and uh, share a few more minutes with us right after these messages Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back in. This is the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. 
And we got Ron Morton with us, and we're going to talk to him in just a minute. But I do need to tell you guys about a couple of companies. Going to kill two birds with one stone here because we forgot to do our live read last segment. That's okay. Um, Admiral Title uh, is a company that's been with us since the beginning. And they were there uh, last week at the Bobby Denton Charity Classic, and they did a great job um, handing out Diet Cokes. I think that was great of them. Um, but they're just a phenomenal company. They they really rock. And um, I always compare it to a, a relay race, and we're going to hand the baton as a mortgage company to someone and that is going to be admiral title they take it to the finish line and they do it in such a way that you can be assured that you're going to get a gold medal in that race that is just the way they are and so if you want to work with someone like that that you can definitely be proud of and network with and understand that they're going to be professionals give them a call 865-531-6060 um, and then secondly uh, we just completed our work with scott um, uh-huh. and I I don't know exactly yet the results, but I know that he is very excited. And Scott, let me tell everybody, Prudent Energy Systems, we did the audit, the energy audit, to find out you know whether our home was efficiently handling the exchange of air that is being air conditioned, and it was not. It was off the charts bad, so that meant that the house was very leaky. The air-conditioned air was going out into the unair conditioned air, and so it was causing a lot of inefficiencies. So he went in there and sealed. He did some this and did some of that, and we're going to walk through the house, and I'm going to um, take some pictures, and I'm going to talk about it on the show very very soon um but we'll hopefully see some big time results did he already do the finish uh, audit where the he, final the book, audit yeah the final no no I don't, he has not okay. done that yet right. no so that that will so be that's the proofs in the pudding there, absolutely and usually i've found when you pull the wheels off those houses like that that's where you find the most leaks i want to always check there first Leave it to Ron Morton to come in with a big <laughs> zinger. And they, you know, don't cut the tongue off of it. They'll yeah, leak around the you, tongue every time. You can't get alone if the tongue's off of it. <laughs> or you never maybe it's the other way around. I mean, so, it reminded me of Tim Wilson. He used to tell the joke. One of my favorite jokes was uh, he's. somebody asked him, he said, well, what would you do if you hit the lottery, Tim? He was a comedian. I don't know if you're familiar with Tim. I know Tim. Wilson. He's a Christian comedian. Great, great guy. He said, well, I'd buy a two-story mobile home. And the guy said, well, they don't make a two-story mobile home. And he said, well, they ought to for people that's got money. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite Tim Wilson jokes. That's fantastic. That guy's really good. Um, Well, anyway, so Scott Higgins. (laughs) Sorry, Scott. (laughs) Is that even his name? I (laughs) I don't know. Ask Ron. (laughs) Messed up your library, Scott. I'm sorry. That's all right. Call Scott Higgins. Yeah, it's Prudent Energy. You can actually find him on our website as well. Mm -hmm. So we're we're having Ron in um, for the last time. He'll never be on again. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I've trashed your client. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But seriously, last week we had the MIG. Bobby Denton Charity Classic, and we were able to successfully raise seventy thousand dollars for St. Jude and the Bobby Denton Scholarship Fund, and it was a culmination of a lot of things. Ron, talk about it, man. Talk about your experience, what you saw. It was amazing, really. Well, I think I'd be amiss if I didn't hand out a celebratory cigar to each one of you. Oh, wow! Thank so you. We'll list uh, if you can get a vision. Ten dollar donation. Got a cigar now. I'm going. I'm going to give these to you on my tab. There we go. Since they were Which already paid tab. for. Yeah, exactly. So, I like spending your money. This has been fun. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, you know, I was thinking about, uh, obviously, huge success. Uh, first time uh, then out of the gate. Uh, you know, to be able to raise $70,000 uh, for anything in today's day and time is really pretty unbelievable and pretty remarkable. And, 
you know, we were able to do that through sponsors and uh, through our team players, our co-sponsors, our, you know, uh, uh, you know, like you said, we talked about St. Jude, the average donation is $35, which yeah. is just incredible. It takes almost $2 million a day to keep the doors open there. And, mm-hmm. you know, sort of how Obama got in office. Was, you know, <laughs> $5 a day. So that strategy works. You know, it it's does. a volume yeah, strategy. Right. It works. So you did a great job with the swings for St. Jude. You know, we raised mm-hmm. a lot of money and not just in the tournament, but, you know, before going into the tournament, too. Right. And, with that, $35 at a time, and and uh, you put all that together, the social media push, you, you were just phenomenal at it. Uh, social media is something that, that I really love to do, but just don't find myself having the time to do, and mm-hmm. I'm usually in trouble with my wife because I'm on my phone too much anyway. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but, uh, you know, I love it. I love the reaction that you get from people, yeah. and, you know, there's something, something there. And so well, I have a team you did a great job. like 25 you know, people. Yeah, that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and I got one. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. Yeah. But but you did a great job. I Thanks. mean, and Mark did a great job. We all pulled together, worked well together for a first year event, and yeah. I mean, it was just a huge success. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I feel like I've I've went on and on about how great that you've been on this and and everybody really, but you know, you have. I mean, it was amazing the dedication. You know, just who you are. You know, you look at people and you wonder what's behind all of that you know why are they doing what they're doing and then you think well he's going to do something that's going to you know let me down yeah. you know and not one time have you let us down well you thought i left you last night no, well i said there <laughs> it is yeah. he did. i said, never he underestimated said, you know, he's back out? Yeah. Did he bug out already yeah. I, I did i said yeah. i said what in the world i saw flags laying everywhere <laughs> that wasn't last time was last week yeah. i saw flags laying everywhere there was tents still yeah. to be taken down there and i was like he has, he has, he's he has said, you party. know what? I'm yeah. done. Yeah. And then I see the U-Haul. I see the lights coming from the parking lot because it's 11 at night. And I see him coming. Here comes the U-Haul. He yeah. said, what are you talking about? I'm over here. You know, and he, we loading it up, man. So you just were just hitting yeah. every stone. And it was great seeing your family there, yeah. too. Yeah. Talk about your family yeah. that was there. You know, Charlotte and Carolyn, uh, Bobby had um, – um, he was he was the only boy in the family. It was my mother was the youngest, and then it was Charlotte, which is still alive, and she was there, and then Bobby, and then Carolyn, which is still alive, and mm. she's there, and uh, then Gwen, which is deceased. So my mm. grandmother actually lived to be ninety three, and she buried two of her children mm. while she was still alive, and you know it's not very uncommon, mm. but uh, to to see you know we're dwindling down, but to have both of my aunts, which is really. Uh, my mom passed when I was 17. Mm. And uh, so just like Bobby stepped up, they stepped up. And Charlotte was probably closest to being my mother just because she was closest in age. They look just alike. It's almost mm. scary when I look at them. And so um, she's really been a, a rock in my life and Carolyn too. And, and uh, you know, to see them there and to see what we were able to do as a group and me plugged into that for their brother mm-hmm. was big for me. I was sitting you know, there watching them watch yeah. the video was one of the thrills of my life because yeah. they just, yeah. Yeah. And that was awesome. I mean, did a great job on the video Thanks. and, you know, when Con sang, which Con oh, my word. has a long history with our family and with WIVK and this company. The Dick family were the there. Dick, was Marilyn there. Dick was Marilyn there. She's Dick. 90 something now, yeah. you know, exactly. she came out to see that and, and that was special. And, uh, uh, my wife told me this morning uh, because I was sort of back trying to keep Phil in check during the mm. raffle, <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, so my wife was sitting up front closer to the piano, and and she said that my aunt Carolyn just cried like a baby mm. uh, when they did that song, and she just mm. took her in her arms and hugged her. So 
you know, all that stuff was pretty special. Giving me chill bumps. But another shout out goes to Coach Johnny Majors, oh, wow. who sat up on oh, the 10th tee and amazing. talked to yeah. everybody yeah. that came through. He dedicated his time for the cause. But what was really great is the cutout of Bobby Denton that yeah. you did. It's now down in the lobby. Yeah. It's now down in the lobby. Talk I got that. it out on loan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I said, I really don't want the responsibility of taking that on. Did you sign and a contract yeah, so with Cumulus on I've that? I've loaned it out. We'll see how they do. You know, <laughs> so if you want your picture back. taken yeah. with Bobby Denton, yeah. you can come down you come to the lobby. lobby. That's right. Exactly. I did. I talked to Con this morning. Oh, I'm there sure that's a, what they want, Marcus, yeah. for yeah, everybody exactly. coming down. It doesn't matter who you are. Just come on. The front door's open. Uh Johnny is 79 years of age. He will turn 80 next year. He told us he was 73. Yeah, yeah well, he doesn't, he doesn't know his name, but he knows how he beat uh, Notre Dame, which, yeah. you know, which you found the 1979. out. Yeah, he drew, drew that plan out. He is. He'll be 80 next year, and, I mean, he was a trooper, was he not? He oh, was fantastic. Yeah. He And he is sharp as a tack. You know, yeah. my, my mom, who is no. the president and founder of Mortgage Investors Group, she made her way up there to talk to him. And she, he just knew immediately. Oh, this is Kevin's mom, right. and he, yeah. and and he was going on and on about. He wants to be a spokesman for Mortgage Investors yeah. Group. He gave her his card. He set up a meeting with yeah. us. He wants to go out on the road. He said, "You know, people know me in Tennessee yeah. pretty good." Well, and it was amazing. It and was that's amazing. all he's doing now, really. Yeah. I mean, if you had the opportunity to to put that together, it'd be awesome because yeah. that. I mean, that's what Johnny's doing now to sort of. Bide his time, you know, so people love him. Well, he had his Knoxville New Sentinel out there. He was going right. to try to read the paper as right. all this right. transpired. Right. And he drew up uh, the plan for how Hubert Simpson got four touchdowns in the 1979 uh, Notre Dame right. game. Yeah. And Kevin came down and got him to autograph the front page of yeah. the New Sentinel and took the paper. Yeah. And he walked <laughs> off with the paper. And yeah. Johnny goes, where'd my paper go? Yeah. Where'd yeah. I, where'd, did you tell that boy to come back here with my paper? Yeah. So I had to have my wife go get a <laughs> yeah. paper. Oh, he was serious. I was on the walkie-talkie yeah. talk. You bring Kevin Johnny's Green. paper back. Yeah, yeah, we got. It I helped to him it. throw away his USA Today. I mean, I literally had to walk over to the trash can with him as he dissected each section. And yeah, it's okay to throw that away. Throw away. He saved everything but the sports section. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he threw it all away but the sports section. Well, Johnny was up there yeah. for hours. And Randy and hours. Wiley. Oh man, Randy! Randy. Randy. Yeah, he you know, raised Randy, about eight hundred bucks. Yeah, he sat out there on number yeah. twelve, which was hundred and ninety-nine yards. You had out of bounds right. You had a creek left. And he was putting it on the green for people. And him and Jenny just were troopers. Jenny Wiley, who's here at Cumulus on WIVK, I believe, and just did an amazing job. And there was a lot of volunteers, too. You had all of the legacy board members were out there at one capacity or another. I won't name them all right now. But you had a lot of people from our volunteer staff all the way to the Cherokee employees. They were all dedicated. And Aaron and Don were great from Cherokee. And Cumulus had mm-hmm. all their shows. Howler and Hill came out yeah. telling about all the people that showed up. Yeah, there. well, with the break of dawn, they were scrambling to get Howler and on. They got him just <laughs> right. in time. And it was an even light outside. And we had him at the t- lower terrace looking over the 18th green. And then, of course, you had, after that, the Knoxville Sports page with Vince and the guys. And then at 10, at 12, we had Josh and Will that came out. Um, and then after that, we had Phil at 3. And then we also had the Jimmy and John show, the sports talk show. I mean, everybody was out there. It was amazing. And you know what Don told me? Not one show has ever aired from the yeah. Cherokee Country yeah. Club. Well, we did a lot of firsts in his mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, First time t- I'd ever had a piano, to, a grand piano delivered, too. Yeah, it yeah. is true. <laughs> he told me, he said, because, you know, they, yeah. they have a process, and they have yeah. never had anybody come yeah. out the night before a tournament. Yeah. And he, he said he came in that next morning, and he said, what the and yeah. he couldn't believe because yeah. we had signage yeah. for our sponsors we had stuff uh-huh. everywhere but it looked it's great gorgeous. i got more compliments for from the from the signage and the way that it looked he's 
people told me it's the best they've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. And that's a lot in part, yeah. partly to yeah, you and your team. You did all that, didn't you? We did all the well, we worked, branding. We all worked, yeah, together. We all worked together. I was yeah. primarily responsible for the yeah. look. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the design. He but just he, had to okay it. But, I mean, it didn't yeah. go. It, there was, it was proof 01, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was no proof 02. At, for a while, I was making some changes. Yeah. But then then I said, you yeah, know what? It's okay. it's okay to print. Okay to print. Then he was accusing me of being two days behind on answering my emails. <laughs> he was. I had to set up a separate box for him. <laughs> he took over my company. <laughs> he did. I, yeah. I've got him on my hoot suite yeah. too. I got to remember to. Take I might need a job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spam Ray. We know. Yeah. We know. Oh, we yeah. is, is that his nickname, Spam Ray? Uh, that's good. I like that. We were. Uh, we. But you know what? It was all about communication. And both yeah. of us are very opinionated, yeah. Ron and I. And and you know what? M- many people from the outside looking in would have thought that relationship's not going to work. Yeah. But it. Really really did it worked very very well and um i'm just grateful for everybody who was involved and we hope you know after we were able i already have some people i had two people email me two teams to say when can i register for next year I'm i've not had kidding. several calls today the same thing yeah, yeah. so we're gonna have we just hadn't told them a price yet yeah that's yeah exactly <laughs> i'll use my famous line though let's deal with that later Ron said that all that like it was like line. two days before <laughs> the tournament and he's like we'll figure out that later yeah. and i'm like no we need to figure that out <laughs> Now, <laughs> what you found out about me, I was making a mental log of everything I said we were going to deal with later, didn't I? And then yeah. you wrote that mental log yeah. down, and Lord have yeah. mercy, we I had to read that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had a list yeah. as long as the about four pages, <laughs> and there was like there were several things that were on there four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> Because I thought about them four or five times. <laughs> I told you it was my running thoughts. Oh, <laughs> the man. one thing I did, I did think about. I'm going to do real quick. Uh, you know, the two keys to the marketing success of this tournament were were very simple, and uh, it it was uh, the formula was to welcome them and to thank them. Mm-hmm. Two of the oldest tricks in the book, mm-hmm. and and outside of that, that was it. Yeah. I mean, we welcomed them. And we thanked them. And you and might have saw the, the airplane flying across yeah. Cherokee. Everywhere thank we had you. the opportunity to do that. We Absolutely. Did that. Well, guys, we've come to the end of another show. Thank you, Ron Morton. Thank we'll you. see you back yeah. soon. And thank you, Mark Griffith and our new producer, Eric, in there running the thing uh, on the production table. Thank you guys for joining us. Check out the show on thehousinghour.com. We'll see you next time. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.